the volume. This Sessions is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Why do I love FanDuel? Let me tell you. Because it's America's number one sportsbook. I like facts. I like knowing that they are number one in the space. There's also amazing odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, CBB, and so much more. It's also safe and secure and super quick payouts. You get your winnings delivered as quickly as two hours. It's amazing. So if you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Renee so that they know that I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat for Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG for Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY for New York. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Hey guys, welcome to The Sessions. I'm a dumbass and forgot to record the intro and the outro for the show before I left on the road. So yes, I am recording this intro from my car. Yes, my baby is sleeping in this car, but we do it all. We do it all. And you know who knows about that? My guests today. I am joined by the wives of wrestling. You guys know them. Kim Orton, Giovanna Angle, married to, of course, Kurt Angle, Randy Orton. And these ladies know how to gab. They know how to dish. They're just a lot of fun. Also, potty mouths, which I'm a potty mouth. So I feel like we all kind of egged each other on in the potty mouth world. Anyways, these gals are freaking great. So happy to have them on the show. And of course, make sure to check out their podcast, The Wives of Wrestling. But guys, let's get into it. Here we go. Giovanna and Kim. to have you on the show here today how are you guys doing for having us yeah i'm kind of losing my shit actually why because tomorrow i have to move out of my house you're moving we're not moving we're having renovations done on the whole first floor so we have to move out for like three months and you know the torture of moving oh my god moving i mean i had one baby you have like thousands of babies (laughs) Um, and dogs and dog, yeah. like dogs. Holy, yeah, it is. <laughs> and, a Randy. And, and a Randy and a Randy. How okay? So how is Randy when it comes to stuff like this? We're gonna do a little comparing contrast here. When you uh, was it mm-hmm. your idea to do the renovations, and you're like, hey, everyone's yes. got to get out. What yeah. have, did shit hit the fan? Does he get oh mad? Oh my god, we've been literally all over the fucking place. So I'm like, I need a more open kitchen. I cook a lot. I have a lot of kids and you both know where does everybody hang out in your house? Of course. In your kitchen, right? The heart of the house. The heart of the house. So my kitchen needed to be bigger. It was kind of closed off. So I'm like, you know, I want to renovate the kitchen. You know, Randy fought me on it for a long time. Why? Like, why do you guys have to fight that? You know him. He's not the biggest people person. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the fact like having all of these people in the house, mm-hmm. he was like losing his shit, right? Nervous breakdown almost type shit. 
John and Randy can sometimes be like kind of cut from the same cloth. They're no bullshit kind of guys. They want to get shit done. If they're not in the mood to chit chat, yeah. step the fuck aside. <laughs> John comes home. We've had painters in the house for the past five days. And yeah, like he's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. uh, he is just like, get everyone out. Of yeah. The house. Yeah. Like, you, sorry, you try to be like the buffer, done. right? Totally. You, you try to be the buffer in between like him and everyone else. Right. It's like, like okay, don't kill them the because house. they're going to fuck our shit up on purpose. Oh my God. It's nice. nuts. We just moved into our house like three months ago and I love this house. I love the property. Everything is amazing. But I'm like, Hey, does need a fresh coat of paint. It actually needs a full new kitchen. And he's like, what? Like, <laughs> cannot believe. I'm like, dude, like these cupboards, they're painted, but they're old as fuck. I think he thinks that I'm like making this stuff up sometimes. Yeah. Oh um, and it's, it's like terrible. Oof. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Well, they don't whenever you're done, whenever you're done putting your touch in, do they say, oh, yes. okay, I love this. Of course. 100%. They fight with us all the time. Yes. Like when other people come to the house and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful in here. I'm like, see, fucking see, it's nice. Just like trust the process. I'm trying to make it as like painless as possible, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be some days when like, we just need to like, we've literally last night we had to sleep in our daughter's room and like a twin bed. So yeah, it's rough up in here, (laughs) y'all. All right, guys, talk to me about the podcast. How did this all come together? I know this has been in the works for you guys for quite some time now. It's finally here. Give me the rundown. Because you guys are only an episode in at this point. By the time this airs, you'll have two episodes out. But what all goes into it? Give me the whole rundown. We're just having fun with it. You were giving the fans inside of our lives and what we go through as wives. And I actually was talking to Kim and I said, girl, I got to tell you something because this is really cool. Even though we're telling our stories, she's telling like how she met Randy and she had three kids. And my sister's friend called me and she actually cried to that story because she has a daughter and the father of her daughter passed away and she's trying to find true love. And she just doesn't know if she's good enough and who who would, you know, love someone like her who has a daughter. And she cried and she said, that gives me so much hope. And that hit me so hard because I was like, people are listening and they're relating our yeah. stories to them. And I was like, Kim, I like, I, I have to tell you this because you really moved her. Even though we're like telling her stories, it's just like a lot of females and a lot of people are relating to us and it feels really good. There's something so interesting about like, yeah, getting that like peek behind the curtain. I mean, when you're talking about guys like Kurt Angle and Randy Orton, of course, everyone's like, wait, what happens in these guys' personal lives? What, who are these guys? And then, you know, you meet their amazing, cool, awesome wives that happen to be like best friends. It's it's really an interesting dynamic. And I feel like people are going to really love hearing about just like your guys' family life and how things go and what the day-to-day is like. I feel like on when we post anything and you know how that goes, right? Like people are like, oh my God. And they'll ask you questions about John and they'll ask you questions about your baby. And I feel like we have so many funny inside stories that we tell each other all the time. And we go, oh my God, like if somebody knew that, that would be great. You know what I mean? So now we can. Okay. So have you guys had to have the conversations with Kurt and Randy to say like, all right, where's the line? What won't we talk Mm -hmm. about? Or like what's off the table? Cause I can only imagine. I mean, there's some times when like I'm doing a show, whether I'm doing this show or I'm doing my series or whatever, there's 
just a lot of times I'm talking with a fucking microphone in front of my face and some shit might come out that you might not have wanted to come out. So, you know, Randy and he's (laughs) kind of like, he don't give a shit. He, He don't give a shit about shit. And he's just like, I don't care, honey. Talk about whatever. He was like, you know, you can put me over a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> it's like talk about whatever. And you both know when I say you can put me over kind of what that means. But <laughs> I'm like, you wish. Buddy. Um, but he's, he's not, he's not scared of like what husbands I'm know us. They know yeah. us. So. Yeah. They know we will cross the line. Yeah, well, he hears me even in the back talking to his friends. I'm like, oh, my God, did you know blah, blah, blah? And I'll say something. And he's like, damn, babe. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, so what? You know, but he's the same way. He talks to the guys about me and the kids and stuff. And he don't hold nothing back. So I'm like, it's the same kind of thing. (laughs) But (laughs) the people script a little bit. Hey guys, if you're here listening to the sessions, thank you. Hello. Hi. And you love some combat sports, well, be sure to check out Boxing with Chris Mannix. It's every Friday as he talks with the biggest names in boxing, UFC, and yes, even the occasional wrestling superstar. Chris is one of the most passionate and influential voices in the sport, and he's here every week to help you get smarter on all things boxing. He'll also help you win some money on FanDuel with his weekly betting segment where he breaks down the best bets for all the big fights. Download Boxing with Chris Mannix only here on the Volume Podcast Network. To give a little backstory, I know that you guys were able to talk about it on your own show, but Giovanna, how did you and Kurt get together? I was in my 20s. I met Kurt doing any, I I was trying to get my shit together. Um, I know in the podcast, it sounds like I was like, all in the acting industry. I was just having fun, dude. So I just kept crossing paths with Kurt and it was like fate. I met him um, in the this independent movie, which was luck. It was all luck. I ended up being friends with somebody, you know, one of his friends and um, he was going through his problems with his DUIs. And long story short, my mom ended up getting his number because I Wait, ended up your mom got involved. My mother. See, I had to tell this. Do you know how many times I told this story and I did involve my mother? So I had to tell this story on my podcast to give. Okay, mom, it's because of you. All right. Everybody knows <laughs> you're the one that got us together. I ended up going to the Arnold Classic uh, with his friend and she she took us because he had his DUI. He was in a lot of drive. So she took his car. We went to the Arnold Classic, which was such a fucking blast. It was so fun. But uh, she lost the keys. Me being the baby, my mom saved the day. I called my mom. I was like, mom, which was we were four hours, four and a half hours away. And I called my mom and I was like, mom, I'm stuck in um, Ohio. Can you please go to Kurt's house and get the spare keys? And she was like, okay. She grabbed his keys, drove all the way to Ohio. And it was the funniest shit because I still remember to this day. She threw the keys at me. She's like, bye, honey, be safe. I've got to go back to your father before he wakes up. That's so great. Your mom deserves days. this credit. I'm glad that That's you're giving your mom have credit. You better. She's cool as shit. So she um, she saved this number. It's been like, like six months later. She uh, texts me and she says, you got to call me. I thought it was important. I get out of class. She said, 
I feel so bad for Kirk because he was on the news again because of his, you know, his troubles. She's like, you got to call Curdy. Like, like she freaking knows him. Like, well, you Curdy. call him. <laughs> you know how they, they're all moms are dramatic. Yeah, oh, you yeah. got to call him. Mm-hmm. He, he probably needs somebody to talk to. And I'm like, mom, he don't know me like that. You like, take care doing? of him. I didn't know the crazy broad saved his number. I called him and I was just like, no, I texted him and I said, hey, I'm here if you need anything. This is Giovanna. Da, 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 da. So he called me and I was walking right back in class and I did a UE and I walked right back out and I was like, okay, he's called me. So he's like, Giovanna, I'm so glad to hear from you. Strangely, I saved your mom's number because I was going to call you <laughs> and ask for your number. That's so great. You know, it, it's crazy because he really needed somebody to connect with on an emotional level. And he like, it's like, I got him and yeah, he got me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. ever since, like, it was a friendship that grew. We started dating in November. We, um, Two days later, she was pregnant. November engaged in March. We found out we were pregnant in April, wow. which was funny because people were like, we got married. Like it, It's like so many rumors because like the second time we had like, oh, they're just hurrying up because she got pregnant. No, honey, it, that didn't happen. He, yeah. I got engaged. We were planning a wedding. April found out I was pregnant, which, you know, what? I loved it because, you know, I saw my daughter being the flower girl. Like yeah. it was, it was perfect. Everything was perfect. The way it was meant to be exactly the way it was. So things work out. You guys were meant to be together. Yeah. It's and, yeah it's I'm, I'm stuck with him. Yep. Yeah. Yes, Aww. you are. Aww, there you wouldn't want to be stuck anywhere else. Oh, okay, <laughs> give us the goods. Give us the Randy story. Give uh, us I, Kim. You are, you know, what's so funny. My son, Michael just called me five minutes before I was trying to get on. And he's like, mom, mom, you forgot. He listened to the first episode and he, he goes, you forgot something. And I'm like, what did I forget? So he's like, ma, you don't remember the sign we made? So I feel like I've said this story. Um, I met Please Randy kept that boys to the show. Did you yeah. keep it? I don't even know where it is. You didn't keep the picture. You didn't. I know how unsentimental of you, Kim. I know. And meanwhile, like I have every card. I had every text picture, everything. I have all of my stubs from every show I've ever been at. And I still have the tickets from the first night. That I met oh, him. Good. See, that's yeah. good. Okay. okay. You have printed on a paper. I have something. I have something. Okay. Yeah, something. But he was okay. like, something. Mom, you forgot the story about how <laughs> we went to the mall and we were making a big sign <laughs> that said RKO my mom. <laughs> I was like, you gotta get him, Michael. Hold the sign up. Hold the sign up. Make him look over here. <laughs> and I that's why he said, I want to know all of that. Yes. And I totally okay, so, but like, what was the moment of like you? What did you guys like make eye contact or something? Like you're in this, you're in the crowd. Yeah, at a WWE show. Yeah, Andy's out there. Poughkeepsie Civic Center, tiny little spot in Poughkeepsie, New York, upstate, and. Homeboy walks out and he's doing the, you know, Randy, I walk slower than anybody thing. And the Randy uh-huh. swag. He's, he's uh-huh. walking and, and I see him like he looks and I'm like, <laughs> and then, you know, he's walking, he looks again. And I look at the lady next to me and then he goes in the ring and he keeps like turning back and he's, and I'm going, the lady goes, 
I think he keeps looking at you. And I'm like, oh my God, I think so too. I don't want to say anything. I'm like, that's why I'm here. And uh, so after that, I run to the barricade after his match is over. And I'm like, (laughs) you know, look into my eyes. I know once we lock eyes, that's it. (laughs) And, uh, and he's, he did the, like, you know, he's trying to be slick and he's taking pictures with everybody that's around me. And then finally he comes over and he's like, Hey, do you want a picture? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) And we, we take a picture. And then he was just like, what's your name? And I'm like, Kim. And he's like, well, I got to get to know all of this, Kim. He's like, do you live around here? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, you know, do you want to meet me in the diner, in the red line diner? And I was like, oh my God, that's my favorite diner. (laughs) (laughs) So bugged out, Renee. And you know, Randy, he's not like forward like that. He's more like to himself and hiding and shit. Yes. I was like, oh my God. Right. So Scott came out and took my number. And then he gave me Randy's number and then Randy texts me and he was like, meet me in the diner in an hour. Did you die when he first texted? You're like, shut the fuck up. It was like dry heaving. I'm like literally nauseous because everybody that knew me knew I was in love with him. He was my past. I wanted to make out with him more than anything. He just looks, he's an April boy. I'm like Aries, like we're going to, we're going to connect. And I just knew that once we made out and I, this is what I told everyone in my family. I'm like, if we ever make out, he's going to fall in love with me. What happens at the diner? We meet at the diner. He can't go in. So I go up on the bus and we're talking and he's like, oh, who are we at the show with? I tell him my boys. And he's like, how many kids you have? And I tell him three. And he's telling me about Alana and I'm telling him about the boys and this and that and this and that. And then probably like a good 40 minutes, we're just talking about everything. And then, and he pushes my hair behind my ear and I'll never forget this. Cause I'm like, this is so like Missouri boy. Cause no boy from New York or man would have ever done this, <laughs> but he pushes my hair behind my head and he goes, would you mind if I kissed you? I think I fell in love with him at that moment. It was at that moment. <laughs> right, right. So that was, was that it. moment you fell in love with him, Kim. So, <laughs> okay. I'd have so been I have a follow-up <laughs> to this that like you loving Randy prior to meeting him, how fucking stressed out were you the first time that you guys had sex? So now here I'm dying, right? Because I'm thinking to myself. So like we didn't fool that around. Was, that'd be like night. an outer body experience. Out of body experience. Just making out with him. No lie. <laughs> making out with him was, and I remember like just smelling him. And when we first kissed, I remember just like stopping for a second and thinking like, did I just make out with the guy that I watch on TV that I've been telling everybody that I was going to fall in love with? And he the was Viper's in- coiling, baby. Here we do go. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm like, you can, you know, get down and do the pound thing. Like, <laughs> But on the real Renee dying the I first bet. time, dying, dying. Because, you know, he's a fucking specimen, right? Yeah, so he's he just, is. He is. He's hot and he works with all of these beautiful girls, you know, and all of these like just 
in shape men and just everybody around him is good looking. Right. So now I'm like, okay, I got three kids. I got like stretch marks on my butt. And like Kendrick Lamar, shout out. We want to see that shit, you know, get it out there. And so I was kind of dying, but like, it wasn't a thing at all. We were just very like in the moment we were getting it on. (laughs) Well, I mean, I bet I feel like it's funny because I'm sure anyone that's listening to this is like, yeah, I feel like we all sort of have a glimpse into what the sex life of Randy and Kim is like. I feel like it's on your guys' Instagram all the time. (laughs) Some some pictures had to be deleted. (laughs) I, Anthony, wants to die every time. He, Randy posted this picture of his hands on my boobs. We were in Jamaica. And (laughs) we're just standing in the bathroom and we're ready to jump in the shower. And I'm taking pictures and he's like, I'm fucking posting it. I'm like, come on. Like, you know, I got nothing on it. He's like, my hands are big and it's covering more than if you had a bathing suit on. This is how he gets me. Right. I'm like, well, that's true. (laughs) So he posts it and Anthony's 11 and he's like, ma, ma. My friend showed me that picture. He was like, you still got it up. He follows Randy on Instagram. And I'm like, first of all, he shouldn't be following adults. <laughs> I'm like, he shouldn't even have an Instagram. <laughs> That's his mother's problem, not mine. I go, but I go, and we had to delete it anyway. <laughs> but that's having boys. And now Giovanna will know having boys. It's like tricky. Especially now that they're getting older. It's so tricky because like me and Randy kind of still feel like we still want to be sexy and hot and like post cool, like provocative things and stuff like that. But the kids are like, I got to think, you know what I mean? I'm like, "Hmm, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy because my son, which I'm, I'm not even like I three daughters and then here comes the son, you know, that's older. So he's starting to tell me things. He's like, mom, I don't know how to feel about this. Just so, you know, I don't, Renee, my son's adopted. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would uh, love to get into that story too. It's really cool. He's like, mom, my friend said something and I don't know how to feel about this. And I was like, what? what's wrong? He was like, they're saying that you're hot. Oh, and, the mom is a milf is what they probably said. I don't know what to- damn right. And I was like, I don't know how to feel about that. I was like, bro, that's weird. And I was like, but is it weird? Like, would that, is that mean saying that? Because I don't want to insult you, but you're my mom. I stuck up for you, but I don't know. Like, because it's all new to him. But the natural feeling of him being my son and I'm being his mom, he's like, because, you know, he's like, that's weird. Like, bro, don't say that to me. So it was, it was a fun, so that's when I text, like I call Kim and I, I ask her for so much advice because she has three boys and he's like my son. And I'm like, is this normal? Like, what should I say to him? So it's boys are funny. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we have the one daughter I've no, I I mean, she's eight months old, so I've not gone through any hurdles of anything like that. I am actually kind of looking forward to those like ridiculous Mm -hmm. situations and seeing how John handles them, how I handle them. Um, okay. So Giovanni, you've got your three daughters and now your son Talk to me about the whole process that you guys went through for adopting him and bring him into your family. I think I got this from my mother as you're starting to know who, how she is. <laughs> Nurturer. She's very nurturing. She's so funny. Like my sisters would like have friends that did, like they're, they're like a, um, a broken home 
and she would bring them in like it's her own. And she'd be like, oh, what do you want for dinner? And do you want to come with us on vacation? And my dad would be like, what are you doing? Like, because <laughs> I have eight siblings. So, oh my my mom, so my mom's like, what's three more? But my mom has a big heart. She loves like, you know, having a big family. And I think that's where, because I saw having a big family and I saw the unconditional love. I wanted that too. I always wanted to adopt. Like I always wanted to. Um, I love being a mom. My husband's a good father and we're okay to do it too, financially and everything. You know, we have a lot of room. Where, like our kids would love to have another sibling. It's so funny because every single night he thought I was crazy. Every single night I was subscribed to all these like adoption agencies. And it was funny because before I fell asleep, I don't know if this is like the Christian to me, like I would show him a baby or show him a kid. He's like, why do you do this? I was like, oh, just to show you, you know, see this one could have a good home. We could be his parents. So I'll pray for all these kids every single night. I would pray for them. And I'll be like, I hope you find like a mom and a dad. I don't know what happened to him. I, I, we got out of church and he was just like, do you, you still want to adopt? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> so we were look, kids looking into adoption. And the more we looked into it, we wanted to adopt a child. It would be harder for that child to find a parent. So it, either a special needs child or um, a teenage kid. We said, okay, which direction do we want? So when we found out that it's like, as soon as a kid passes 12 years old, it's harder for that child to be able to adopt. Like the chances of it is, is slim to none. Yeah. So um, my husband works so much. We wanted to adopt overseas. And it's, if you adopt from China or Colombia, you would have to be there for like, like a month. And my husband's schedule, he couldn't do it. So we looked into adopting from Bulgaria, but the, the whole adoption process was, was insane. You know, it, it took a while because of Kurt's background of his DUIs and I had to make proof that, you know, he was like able to adopt, which thank God everything was okay. You know, yeah, everything was yeah. good, but we went over there and I swear to God, this kid looked just like us, I <laughs> like, just like me. It's crazy. He, he does more like Giovanna than two of her daughters. He knew zero English. And I think that was very easy for me because my kids had um, a language disorder. So I was very patient mm. in that aspect. But I swear to goodness, like I think three months in, he was starting to be fluent. He was like a sponge. Like he knew there were certain things that I. And how old was he when you guys got him? He was 15. He's such a good boy too. Wow. A good kid. He has a job. He has his permit. He has like my 17 year old, he, nothing. <laughs> like, he don't want to please us. Her son wants to please them. I asked Ken for advice a lot. And I was like, is this like with the whole hair situation? Oh, dear Lord, help me on this one. I was just like, dude, his hair, like, I guess this is a phase of the hair looking like it's not comb thing going yeah, on. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Kim, what am I supposed to She's like, listen, it's at least her, her hair. son wears a hat. Mine would just be like, Ooh, look at me everywhere. Let it I, all I went through that battle. I'm like, it's hair. Like it, it doesn't <sighs> matter. As long as when he walks out of the house with you, if he's presentable, <laughs> oh my, <laughs> it's his hair. But oh, Renee, oh, this gosh. kid became so um, Americanized very fast. So he comes home. Oh my God. Fortnite. Like I'd be, he'd be like, oh my gosh. His favorite word right now is bra. 
bruh. So now my daughter's saying it and I'm like, stop saying that <laughs> fucking word. Stop like Juliana's like, bruh, what are you doing? I'm oh like, my stop. gosh. That's so Never word. Mind. Fight fans, throw your best haymaker with a risk-free first bet from FanDuel Sportsbook. Even if your fighter gets knocked out or tapped out, new customers get up to $1,000 back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code Renee and you'll be able to bet on all the biggest boxing matches and UFC fights. FanDuel offers all your favorite bets. Choose from the money line to the method of victory to which round the fight will end and so much more. You can even parlay different fight bets together. The bigger the parlay, the bigger your potential payout becomes. FanDuel is America's number one sports book and is now live in New York. New Yorkers get on this. This is the number one sports book in America. You want to be a part of this. The app is so easy to use. And when you win, you're going to get paid in as little as two hours to place your first bet risk-free. Just sign up with the promo code Renee and make every fight night mean more with FanDuel Sportsbook app. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat for Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FANDUEL.com slash RG for Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY for New York. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee, or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Okay, what is one of the difficulties of being a wrestler's wife? What comes in? I mean, I guess I can chime in on that too, because I'm yeah. also a wrestler's wife. Um, yeah. But for you guys, what are um, what are some of the hardships that you have had as a wrestler's wife? Is it watching some matches? Is it um, the fame side of things, being on the road, what kind of things uh, do you guys see that can be a little bit difficult? I think watching any of the old stuff back, like the McFoley thumbtack match, that was really hard for me to watch. But when I was pregnant with Brooklyn, he had his Brock fight and Brock's like splitting him open. And Oh my God, that was um, insane. That's really hard to watch anything physical. And I'm sure Giovanna shit, you, it hurts me to watch the match with him and, uh, with Kurtz and friggin' what's his name? Defeat. <laughs> uh, Shane McMahon. Oh, sad. <laughs> couldn't come to my, because he does the feet thing. I couldn't think of his name. For it's like Matt Riddle. Like- <laughs> Brooklyn just polished Randy's toenails the other day, and they're still polished. I can't wait to say this to Kurt. I swear to God, I'm dying. Trainer, he was in a trainer Monday, and he goes, and I and I took my shoes off, and I'm like cracking my feet, and I looked down, and I realized my toenails were polished, and I was, like, <laughs> I go, they're gonna think you're biting Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> take it off, take it off. But um, you know what's hard with Randy? Girls, because he's like a sex symbol, girls feel like they can just come up to him and flirt or, you know, be sexy. And I'm like, 
hold the fuck up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you could think he's beautiful from afar, (laughs) you know, because so did I. (laughs) Yeah, no, so did I. Like, I get that. And and it's so funny because at shows, if I see girls going crazy for him, I love it. Right. And they're holding up sides and they're like, oh my God, I love him so much. I'm like, yeah, that's that's my that's my baby daddy. Baby daddy. No, that's my baby daddy. Like I'm proud to be married to like a hot sex symbol kind of guy. Right. But then it also, you know, you'll get a drunk bitch who will be out somewhere and she's like, oh, my God, the Viper. And I'm like, don't make me fucking hurt you. Like, do you go away? Because I feel like you have a personality that. Yeah. Well, sometimes like like we were in a diner one time and some chick, it's like in the middle of the night and. She comes over and she's our waitress and she goes, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can I have a picture? Can I have a picture? So he's so funny. He'll give me the eye like, yes or no. What should I do? Mm. I'm like, Go ahead. <laughs> right. So she sits next to him and I take she's she's like, oh, can you can you take a picture for me? And I stopped doing that because I'm not his photographer. But I always used to. Right. And, and so I take the picture for her. And then she goes, wait, can you take one more? And she, like, this is his face. And she's like, and I was like, oh my yeah. God. And I go, I go, you might want to take your phone before I fucking throw it. Get up. And then she slides out. And I'm like, like, where do you think you get the nerve? That's like me walking up to your husband, Renee, because he's on TV and going, oh, my God, I love him so much. Can I put my tongue close to his face while you take a picture? And it's like, also get your COVID ass face away from my. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So that that becomes sometimes like a thing. But he's so he's so good and like respectful to me because he kind of puts himself in the same situation. He's yeah. like, I, I don't know if the tables were turned. I don't know how I would be able to deal. I feel like Randy and John are similar in that sense too, that um, if they don't want to be approached, it is very clear that they do not want to be approached. Like there's times when you're like, okay, cool, go, go up and yeah, not Kurt. Yeah, I mean, you could pass Randy and be like, mm, not going to bother Randy. Yeah, today no, not right like, hey, now. How's it going? But then there's other times it's like, hey, man, how's it going? You know, you can like shoot the shit with him. Yeah. Uh, but John's the same way, too. Where, like there's times that you're just like, mm, yeah, he's not he's not open for business right now. And yeah. you can you can definitely tell that. Randy yeah. told me a story about him and John going overseas. And he was like, yeah, you know, never really talked to Mox and da 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 da. He goes, but he sat on the back of the bus on the tour and you know we finally sat down and started talking and you know I said to him yeah man I thought you were like you know t-self kind of like a little bit ash-hole-ish and you know and he's like yeah you too and he's like <laughs> the assholes connecting right and like, it's great because they're not they're just like Randy's very like introvert and yeah. you wouldn't think it he wants to be home doing his same three things and that's it and when he has to go to work he'll go to work and then come home and, yes. you know, there's, he don't like change. He don't like bullshit, small talk most of the time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you want to have a conversation with him, he's really good for that. Yeah. But it depends. It depends on the, the time and the day. You got to catch <laughs> him at the right moment. These finicky yeah. motherfuckers. No, it's so yeah. funny. I remember hearing that story. Like, and I heard that story from the reverse from John yeah. of, of him and Randy 
kind of growing down. But I will say, I mean, Randy has always been, um, you know, even since both John and I don't work for WWE anymore. I mean, he's always been one of the first people to reach out. I mean, when we had the baby, when the stuff went down with John, I mean, Randy has always been there and reached out to us in, like in all those moments. So he's a we, good person. We he love, really we love Randy heart. over here. He has a very big heart and most people don't know that. Yeah. He's very sensitive and caring and he just, he really has a big heart. It's funny too, because I feel like, I mean, I, I didn't know Randy all that well prior to you guys getting together. I mean, I had been around him and I had worked for them, but I didn't like know him, know him. I feel like he was less approachable. You yeah. changed Randy Orton. Everybody says that front, like John Laurinaitis, like, yeah, even he's the a older different guys. person. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like we, we, no one even really spoke to him. You know, it was yeah. like kind of hi and yeah. keep moving kind of thing. And I'm like, really? He's such a like chill, you know, make you laugh kind of guy. He's not like that anymore in the back, which is so cool. No, he's not. No, yeah. I mean, Randy, Randy's always oh, like down it. for like a lot. Oh, he, like, he, he was, was also young whenever he started too, which true. Kurt always says. Yeah. He was like, he was true. this young cat and everything, but you know, he, he grew up. Yeah. He's not the yeah. same guy he anymore. Like, he, he walked in when he went to work and, and now you have like Shawn Michaels and Undertaker and like all these big guys and Flair and Hunter and all these like names. And so you kind of are like, well, you would know, right? Like back in the day, everything was very respectful yeah, and it's yeah. like, hello, you know, nice to see you, blah, blah, blah. You know, what can I do for you Yeah. <laughs> now? Yeah. It's like people walking around in the back and it's like, people kind of think who the fuck they are before they're somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're in their yeah. spot. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is. It's so interesting to like, see that. I mean, it's great. It's awesome. It's so nice to, to see that. It's cool seeing people just be happy and be with the people that they're supposed to be with and everyone yeah. is good and, and life is good. Um, Kim, have you gotten in trouble for getting a little fiery on the old Twitter machine? I'm so bad. Like I can't, if I get mad, I'm me and Randy are very similar in that regard. Like if I'm mad, you know, I'm mad. I'll have the, I want to kill you face and not know that I have that face on, but like, I'll catch myself. But I've said things to people on social media only because they were attacking me. I'm not used to that. And I'm not used to not being able to even defend myself, yeah. which pisses me off because you have all these people online being keyboard warriors and saying whatever they want to say. And then the second you say something back to them, they're like, Oh my God, they're picking on me. And it's I like, know. but you started it, but I had to grow up. And Randy's like, baby, he's like, I get how mad you get. And you can tell me how you want to kick their door down and like record you kicking their ass and post it. Like I get that, but you can't say that online. <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> I'll do better. Sorry. Yeah, I'll try. Um, it's Giovanna, do you, do you ever get caught in moments like that? I'll tweet something and I'll screenshot it and send it to Kim and says, should I say this? <laughs> so <laughs> I actually, um, you know, whenever Kurt got out of rehab and this is crazy. Cause I, I don't know. It's like, you know, when you do something, it sticks in the back of your mind somewhere. It's like hidden. The incident that I had was I didn't know that I would be like the wrestling websites will go after me like this. It was whenever Kirk got out of rehab and he was supposed to do something with um, the D-Lo. They, they had this charity event that Kurt was supposed to go to. 
Kirk couldn't do nothing. Whenever he got a rehab, he was antsy. He even like Sophia was a few months old. Whenever you go through rehab, it's like the stuff that he was taking was he was numbing himself. So whenever he he was he was clean, he felt every emotion, like everything. Even like when the baby was crying and he was holding Sophia it was giving him like kind of like anxiety a little bit. So we went through a rough patch. So when he was going through that for the first like six months, but he was supposed to go through this charity event. I tweeted out that he's not going to be there. The website said the charity event was canceled. I think it was Delo. Um, one of them was just like, it's not canceled. I don't know who started this rumor. So I was just like, I didn't mean to say that. Da, 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 da. So the website was saying everything that I was saying. It was like a new website that popped up. Like, I was just like, you guys, like, come on, this is not news. You guys can find something else that is news. This is like, find real news. This isn't news. They would say it again. So it was like, they were attacking me. So I deleted, like, I think I like, I had a hundred, hundred thousand followers on Twitter. I deleted it. I was just like, I fucking hate social media. (laughs) Like I was just telling my husband was not mentally okay to, to do an event. So because of that, I have to think before I do. And there's some times where I do stuff and I delete it because I was like, it's not worth it. You know, I watch what I say. I try, I try to censor Randy before (laughs) you don't say he be tweeting some shit, don't he? <laughs> Randy's He's actually great. one of my favorite followers. He's great. When he goes off, sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck, Randy's on some shit right now. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And then there's I Kurt just it. tweeting about himself. <laughs> what can I say but today that I, what <laughs> yeah, the fans I, don't even know about, oh, I won a gold medal. <laughs> like, <laughs> Guys, it's been so nice to hang out with you and get to see your oh. beautiful Faces. We love you. I know. I love you guys so much. It's so nice to see you. And I'm so excited for your podcast. I'm going to be a perpetual listener. Yeah. I want to hear all the dirt. Yay. Oh, hear all the dirt. <laughs> Yay. Just be good to us, Renee. We could talk about our first interview. You popped my yes. cherry, Renee. Yeah, I did. Pop my cherry. Damn right I did. Yeah, hey. we were on like the a hotel roof in Brooklyn when I got to uh, interview you and Randy for um, Unfiltered. Talk but- about an asshole puckered. I was so scared. I was so scared. Uh, oh, that was crazy. so much fun. I, I, yeah, I remember that day very, very clearly. But here we are. Now you yes, have your own I know. Show. Oh, God, this is amazing. This is so crazy. Cool. And uh, I'll be listening to your guys' show. And I miss we'll you guys. Be listening to you. Don't forget Thank to leave so a five-star, Renee. Yay. Read it, review it, subscribe to it, like it, leave a comment, all that shit. Thanks, Renee. Thank you. A big thank you to Giovanna Engel and Kim Orton taking their time out. I mean, as they're getting ready to start their venture into the podcast world, I know how busy that can make everybody and trying to line up schedules and all that and, uh, you know, being the, the wives of wrestlers uh, keep us busy sometimes, you know? There's always stuff going on, always stuff to stay on top of. Anyways, ladies, thank you so much for joining me. Make sure to check out their podcast, The Wives of Wrestling. They're awesome. I feel like you guys are going to really enjoy anything they want to talk about, truly. But uh, they got the scoop. They got all those inside stories. So whether you want to know more about them, you want to know more about Kurt and Randy, those ladies have the scoop. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Make sure to follow 
everything for me uh, on my Instagram, my Twitter, but uh, most importantly over on my YouTube. Just search Renee Paquette. It's all on there because all of these videos will be up there. Uh, just search the sessions, search my name. It's all up there and just subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Appreciate you. Love you. This has been The Sessions. Sessions.